0: You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast.
1: 11 minutes after 9, South African time. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. It's the night of Yomul Jum'a. And of course, it's a time for our discussion. The discussion and our topic this evening is that uh, how do you maintain respect and relationships in Islam? You know, the word respect, it's a very, very, very big word. But inshallah, before we go into our topic, let's welcome our beloved Ustad, honorable Ustad on this beautiful night. Ustad, welcome to the program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
2: Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How are you this evening?
1: Alhamdulillah, 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 Ustad. How are you, Ustad? How's the family?
2: Jai alhamdulillah. I see you having a joyous evening. Mm -hmm. You're making our beloved listeners sweat. For the answer
0: mm-hmm.
2: I think for the future Mulana, Give them a little break Give them an option <laughs> Mention three names So they can choose from the three Like this you're making them sweat Mulana. Just have a little bit mercy on them
1: <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew you have to take the side Ustad I knew that That was coming I could just imagine <laughs> Okay we'll give, them, we'll give three names next week Inshallah Ustad But Ustad Inshallah. Uh, Then I know everybody will get it Then I know everyone will get it Ustad
2: so no, inshallah, inshallah, we'll make it easy for them,
1: I mean, I mean, inshallah, mean, inshallah. Ameen. Ustad, we uh, let's move on to our topic, and I see many, many listeners, mashallah, already sending their questions in. I see somebody's already fighting with their husband about the word respect and relationships in Islam, Ustad. Somebody's saying here from uh, Dubai, ask Molana Salim Karim the word respect. If both have respect to each other, can that? Can that? Put a spark in the marriage, Ustad. If you both have respect for each other, can that chill start? Over to you, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim.
2: Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Wa tafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladhin asfafaa. Amma ba'du fa'udu billahi min bismillahir rahmanir Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما Allahumma صل على روح سيدنا محمد في الأرواح وصل على جسد سيدنا محمد في الأجساد وصل على قبر سيدنا محمد في القبور. اللهم لك الحمد كما انت اهل فصل على محمد كما انت اهل وافال بنا ما انت اهل فانك اهل التقوى واهل المغفره اللهم صل على محمد افضل صلواتك اللَّهُمَّ صَلِّ عَلَىٰ سَيِّدِنَا وَنَبِيَّنَا وَمَوْلَانَ مُحَمَّدٍ وَبَعْرِكُ وَسَلِّمٍ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ مَوْلَانَ labi Respect the listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with
0: beautiful tea. And
2: the greatest of akhlaq, the greatest of character and mannerism was explained to us by Rahmatul Alamin, Khatimul Nabiyyin. In his own word, Bu'ithu akhlaq." Allah Ta'ala sent me, my mission was to enhance the character and akhlaq of the ummah. So, if we want to live with peace and harmony, rule number one, love for your Muslim brother what you love for yourself. Very important. Love for your Muslim brother what you would love for yourself. Number one. Number two, Nabi Karim wasallam said, rule tu Make it easy for people. tu hmm. تُعَصِّرُوا Don't make it difficult. Don't complicate people's lives. wala Give people glad tidings. And don't create hatred and animosity. Beautiful hadith of Rasulullah ﷺ. And if you really want to fulfill the rights of each other, respect each other and treasure the relationship that Allah has given us, that we love each other for the pleasure of Allah. So there's two things. If you want to acquire the understanding and true reflection of what a relationship is all about, mm. two things are very important. One is Kitabullah. Let us study from the Quran how Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has guided the ummah mm. Hold on to the rope of Allah unity mm. and don't disunite So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught to the ummah kayassiru wa la tu'assiru Make it easy for people. to تعفزر تُعَفْزِرُ Don't make it difficult. Don't complicate things. bashiru Give people glad tidings. tu تُنَفْزِرُ So to achieve this, two things are important. One is Kitabullah. One is Allah's Kalam. And the second thing, the second guide mm. is Rijalullah. People who are close to Allah, the awliyaullah Allah. So one is Kitabullah and one is Rijalullah. Hmm. If you sit in their company, they will teach you the way. And they will guide you and give you the secret of how to achieve Allah's marifat and true love. So there's two ways, as I said. Number one, at attazim li amrillah. Respect whatever Allah has instructed us to do. And be kind and generous on the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, respected listeners and brothers, there's lots of types of relationships. A relationship between ustad and Shagir, the teacher and his student, the father and mother, husband and wife, employer and employee. Mm. Sharia has given two basic principles. Number one is justice and equality. Mm. And respect one Be adab mahroomat Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi hadith Adibu awladakum teach and discipline and instill discipline in your children. This is very important. Somebody said it very nicely, you know. Instead of giving your children luxuries, give them tarbiyat. We provide everything for our children, but we forget to make their tarbiyat. How do we nurture them? From the age of four, even before that, Start the tarbiyyat cause with them. Teach them about Allah. Teach them about Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Teach them what is respect. Teach them how to love each other. <laughs> Start from that age. From the age of four. So, <laughs> if you can respect the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a mm. ala as- be kind to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said discipline your children and teach them three things number one teach them to love Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam number two teach them to love the family of Rasulullah and thirdly, teach them to learn to recite the Quranic Kareem. Respected brothers, we are running into great problems in our lives in society because we don't know what is hukukullah and what is hukukul ibad.
1: What
2: is my duty to Allah and what is my duty to my fellow human beings? If we can understand this, then Insha'Allah Aziz. This world, Insha'Allah, will be a bliss for us.
0: Hmm.
2: this is true worship. Hmm. This is true Deen. That we can come to each other's assistance. And always have good thoughts about your partner. Mm. This is one big mistake that destroys that makes a good relationship bitter when you think that you are better than that person. When you got ego in you, when you got arrogance in you. Mm. Let's go back to that hadith again. Then oh Allah. Discipline your children. You see, man has two common faults, Molana. Why does relationship become sour? Molana, you are my best friend. I trusted you. I told you my secret. And you go and stab me from the back. Hmm. It's not happening today.
1: It's happening with that.
2: So, somebody said it so nicely. A okay, man has two common faults. Mm. And then we open the lines to, for questions. Jews, mm. that's We have, all of us have this problem, Mulana, this weakness. Okay, what we're supposed to forget, we remember it. Hmm. What we're supposed to remember, we automatically forget about it. We are not prepared to forgive and forget. Malana. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfee. Hmm. Hmm. If you want a good relationship with whosoever, formaya, it is necessary the it is very important to take out this hatred, jealousy, animosity, and all the evil you think about somebody. is very important. Take that filth out of your heart. Why? <laughs> Just going and reading namaz and putting your head in jud, Allah is not pleased with you. What's the sense of me reading five times Namaz? I got malice and hatred for a Muslim brother, for my wife, for my family, for my children, for my neighbor. We got it all wrong. So insha'Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. You know when you love each other for the pleasure of Allah, you know, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Salatu man hadith, that when you love somebody, tell them, I love you for the sake of Allah. If you dislike somebody, tell them, I dislike you for mm. the sake of Allah. This is a sign of your iman being complete. Don't hold grudges. Mm. It was a Sahabi of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I'll just give you this Hadith. Jusan. The line: torn tattered clothing walks into the Masjid, and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is sitting with the Sahaba, Taala Rasulullah pointed to that person and said, "This person here, Allah has granted him jannat. Hmm. Torn tattered clothing, but he's coming into the Masjid. And Rasulullah is pointing towards him and saying, Allah has granted this banda jannat. He came into the next namaz, Rasulullah said the same thing. So one of the Sahaba said, you know what? I want to follow this man here and see what is he doing extraordinary.
0: Hmm.
2: For Rasulullah to give him glad tidings in this world, Allah has granted jannat to this person. So he goes up to that person and says, you know what, I don't have a place to stay. I'm a musafir. Can I please be your guest for a few days? The Sahabi says, alhamdulillah, be my guest. So the Sahabi accompanies the Sahabi after Ikshar goes home. And he's waiting to see what extraordinary is this Sahabi doing. And he noticed, well, generally, he read his tahajjud salah, he Fajr, he made his So one day... Two days went by, the third day he said, no, you know what, I need to tell this man that truth. Hmm. And he tells him, see, there was no such thing that I didn't have a place to stay. But I was so inquisitive to find out, what is it that you are doing extraordinary That Rasulullah is giving you Basharat and
1: Qabri. Hmm.
2: Subhan- so he said, well, you stayed with me. You observe my ibadah during the day and at night. So, did you notice anything extraordinary? He says, no, alhamdulillah. You did the general ibadah that you're all supposed to be doing. He says, yes, but I have one principle. Is mm. at night before I go to bed, I make a dua to Allah, ta'ala. I make a request to Allah. Bari taala, whoever hurt my feelings, whoever gave me the relief, whoever hurt me, Whoever touches me. Rabbul Alameen, I forgive them from the bottom of my heart.
1: Allahu <laughs> Akbar. Subhanallah. Mm.
2: I make this dua every night before I close my eyes. Rabbul Alameen, I make math to everybody who caused me pain and taklil. So that's a habit. Most probably, this could be the reason why lil mm. Alameen,
0: mm.
2: Allah has given you a jannah. So Murana, I'm not sure what your questions... Mm. But mm. Mm. In a beautiful way If we can just get our acts together mm. Take this pride and arrogance out And always think that the person in front of me is better there
1: mm. Ustaz, speaking on, 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 on Sahabiyah uh, A listener wants to know Did uh, Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Ever disrespect the Sahaba Ustad? I know he's speaking of respect But did Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam ever Show disrespect to somebody Ustad?
2: Muhammadun Rasulullah Hmm. al ma'u beynuhum. We had so much of mercy, and kindness. وَيُؤْثِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنْفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهِمْ
1: Subhanallah.
2: They were in dietary, But if somebody came and said, I don't have food. They haven't eaten for days. They just had sufficient for themselves. And here somebody comes at the door begging for food. They would take that food and give it to that person. This was the jasbah of Sahaba. This was the love and moral lessons Rasulullah taught to the Sahabah al e Allah ki bandu ko khush karo, unse muhabbat rakho hmm. unse taalluk rakho gharibu <laughs> te muhabbat karo gharibu ko khana kila So may Allah Ta'ala remove this arrogance in us, this hatred in us this anger in us and Allah Ta'ala bring muhabbat love and understanding and the jazbah of forgiveness. Hmm. What did not the kuffar do? For 13 years they persecuted Rasulullah. Allahu Akbar. Allah. Akbar. Every time the Sahaba al to said, Rasulullah, let's make jihad. Rasulullah said, sabar kabur.
0: Hmm.
2: But when hmm. Allah opened the doors of Nusrat and Fakha, and Rasulullah made hijrat to Madinah al What didn't they do to Rasulullah ﷺ? They threw stones at him, they pelted him in thighs, they called him names that you could not believe. While Rasulullah is in Sajna in, in the Haram, they bring the whole intestine of a camel and <laughs> place it on the head of Rasulullah. Hadith Fatima said to that person who did it, May Allah destroy you for what you have done. Allahu Akbar. That's humiliation. But when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is returning from Madinah al as a victor, Allah has opened the doors of Islam in Sharia, and now Rasulullah is Amirul Mumineen of the entire Arab world. Rasulullah is now returning to Makkah. And the kuffar, the zalims, the oppressors, are shivering. What is Rasulullah going to be doing to us now? We did the worst of atrocities to him. We spared nothing. Mm. So an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Is this what's going to happen? They are shaking, they're shivering that what would the Sahaba and Rasulullah do in return to all the zulum that they made in Makkah al Sahaba? Who was the first woman who became Shahida? Rabbi mm.
1: Sumiyyah. <laughs>
2: They tied her one leg to one camel. They tied her other leg to the next camel. And they chased the camel in the opposite, opposite direction to rip her from the center.
1: Astaghfirullah, la hawla wa la
2: ha. They shot arrows into her. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam comes into Makkah and Habayi <laughs> al-Fameen, Fatima, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa said to Hadith Bilal, stand on the roof of the Kaaba and give a and say to the people, mm. La al yawm mm. La yawm Today, I have no grudge against you. For all the persecution that you did to me and my Sahaba, you killed them, you tortured them, mm. you embarrassed them, you dragged them, Insulted them. See what Rasulullah is saying. This is what we call leadership. This is what Islam talks about tolerance. This is what Islam talks about forgiveness. Mm. La alaykum yawm, today, I've got no grievance against you. I've forgiven you for the pleasure of Allah. Go. You're all forgiven. This is what Islam is about. Mm, mm,
1: mm,
2: mm, mm. Allahu Akbar so we respect Let's respect the relationship
1: that Allah has given to us. I, I, I see uh, Fayyaz, uh, a youngster uh, of the age 18 years old, Ustad, says that uh, dear molana Salim and Mulana Arafat, uh, Arafat very interesting topic. Uh, people respect my uh, dad because he's very wealthy and people bow down to him and he gets his way, whatever he wants because of his wealth. Uh, Fayyaz, Ustad...
2: SubhanAllah, there's a beautiful hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Salatu
1: said,
2: Allah
0: doesn't
2: look at your appearance and your beautifulness and handsomeness. Nor does Allah look at your wealth. But Allah Ta'ala looks at your need and intention. So, ikhlas and sincerity is such an important component in every action and ibadah that we do. The youngster is correct. People worship and make salam to the money. They don't make salam to the person. Yes, Ustad. Well, the same person tomorrow is a pauper, they won't even wink or blink an eye towards him. Sure. It's a reality. dekha. <laughs> the reality of life. I have seen the sun rising. I have seen the, sen, the sun setting. Now it's the time to prepare for your akhirat. Oh, no, no, that man is going to be a pauper on the day of Qiyamah. Rasulullah said, miskinun, miskinun, miskinun. That's the word in a hadith. Ya who is a miskin? Who are you referring to? Rasulullah asked him, Do you know who the meaning what's the meaning of miskeen? They said, yes. Ya Rasulullah miskeen is that person who is penniless.
1: Mm, it's proper.
2: We agree in Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said no. A miskin is going to be that person who on the day of Qiyamat will come with tons of sabab and ibadat and all the rewards that he has. And there'll be a cure of people. A queue of people waiting to claim against him. Allah, this man swore at me. Allah, this man hit me. This man abused me. This man did this to me. This man did this to me. The list goes on. Hmm. Allah Papa will say to the angels, Take this man's good deeds and give it to all the claimants here. Each one who has made a claim against him for the wrong that he did to them. In the world because he was arrogant, like what Firaun said I'm the dude, I'm the boss, as you say. I call the shot. Yeah. Allah destroyed all of them Namrud Haman the Firaun, all of them who claim that they are superior than God. <laughs> <laughs> Allah destroyed
0: them.
2: Shaddad built, he said, I'm going to build Jannah in this world. Yes. <laughs> he got the description. From the Hadith, he said, I'm going to, inshallah, build a Jannah. And he built something. See? Now it's ready, final moment, final touch up. And now to go and see. it. Well, I just imagine you and I build a beautiful palace. It's ready, it's mashallah, fully furnished, mm. everything you can think of. Now the opening ceremony of it to give you the key, to open the door, cut the ribbon and go inside. The moment you take the first step, you collapse and die right there. Allahu Akbar. Hmm. That's what happened to Shaddad. Hmm. This arrogance of wealth will destroy you. Yes. There's nothing. Wealth is not evil. Wealth is an commandment from Allah. Use it on your family. Use it on the creation of Allah. Use it in the path of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala but never, ever use it to make zulm on people.
1: Mm, mm, mm. I see, Ji uh, uh, so, uh,
2: G- G- The young man, and what example is he setting to his to his son? When the son himself is saying, Abba, what are you doing? And look at it from the other side, Mulana, look at this beautiful saying, yeah? mm. walid ki karta, the person who values his father, Wa kabi Never be a poor man. What example is he setting for his son? But Allah has given the son to He he's looking at this. This is wrong what my father is doing. So for my kid, ki nahi karta. Jo walid person who values and respects his father. He will never be a poor person. Allah will always enrich him. Or Jomati Kadar Karta. Allahu Akbar. The person who values his mother, bad Hota. You will never ever be deprived and disgraced. Allah will always give him his So be somebody in the eyes of Allah. Even if you are nobody in the eyes of people. Subhanallah. No, no. That's the motto. Be somebody in the eyes of Allah. Even if you are nobody in the eyes of people. So may Allah mm. Ta'ala give us tawfiq. I'm not sure what's your next question. Allah protect us. and Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. That spend the wealth in worthwhile causes.
1: What's that is there's a, there's, a, there's a student who does not want us to take uh, the madrasa's name. And uh, the student does not want me as well to say from where the student from. Uh, but the student says, uh, uh, dear, respected Molana Salim, our beloved Ustad doesn't respect us in class. He uses the F word when he gets upset. And I'm afraid to tell my dad, student of Dean, Ustad.
2: Mm. But, 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 but. This is why, if you want to become an Ustad,
0: uh-huh.
2: I was looking at a clip somebody sent. Ji. You know, this habit of certain teachers and Hasatizas who bash the gifted students. Mm. They make them blue-black. Yes, Ustad. Hmm. Allah's lalas and curses on them. Who was the greatest teacher of the Sahaba? Oh, Akbar. Who the Qur'an? Amongst the sahaba Ikram, they taught Qur'an to their fellow colleagues. rasulullah the sent them on mission. Did they ever become abusive? What let you as a teacher, you're supposed to be a role model. How can you use such type of words in language in a classroom? Mm. Disrespect for deen, disrespect for your students, disrespect for the Qur'an. Disrespect for the institute hmm. And more so ever Disrespect of the title That Allah has given to you The teacher needs to make Tawbah and
1: his mm.
2: If he's got an anger management problem Yes he be a psychologist Or go and see a doctor Or he should resign In fact He should bring it to the attention Of the principal
1: But, but, but Ustad If they do that Maybe they will fire him Ustad
2: Do you want him to lose his job? It's better for him to be fired than to destroy those children. You know what happens? you listening to that clip. The more you hit your child as an ustaz, you're making him a stubborn person. You're making him hate the Quran. And you can go and do a a checkup. Those students that were abused by the ustad, physically, mentally, and sexually, Mm. they left the Quran some of them were 28 siparas. Some of them were 29 siparas. But because they were abused by the ustaz, they have hatred for the Qur'an. Mm. They don't want to open the Qur'an. They don't want to complete the aim. It's better to remove that Ustad and replace him with a better teacher. That Ustad is not good to be a teacher in that institute. Mm. Allah, that? Allah. Mm. You need to create love and muhabbat with your students you're supposed to make du'a for your students if they are naughty use hikmat and wisdom you cannot hit them and bash them and use vulgar languages Mm. never unacceptable well that student obviously he must use wisdom and speak to his parents maybe the principal of that madresa needs to call the teacher in you know give him a first warning or second warning whatever it is Maybe he needs to see a psychologist or psychiatrist. Maybe he's got some domestic problem in his house. He's got some financial problems in his house. He's taking out the frustration on those Muslim children.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ustad, listen
2: to,
1: to Johannesburg. Johannesburg, Ustad. Uh, Mulana Saleem, I'm listening to you right now. I decided just to send you a message. I left my hips when I was 17, Paras, He's from India. He says our parents stole him. The flesh is his and the bones are our parents. Until today I have not completed my Who Ustad, I left right. it.
2: Mm. Oh, no, this person you're living in a zamanah
1: yeah Allah.
2: Not a single way, a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu what Imagine what, what is the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu mm. That whichever father... Teaches his child Nazira reciting of the Quran. See? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will forgive that father, and Allah will put a crown on the head of that father. When the child is taken to the madrasa the first day, mm. and the ustad says, Beta, read Bismillah rahmanir Raheem," and the child reads. What's the word in the hadith? "Katab mm. Allah ta'ala writes forgiveness for mm.
0: forgiveness.
2: The child is masoom. There's no guna. So what is forgiveness means mercy. And the sawab goes to the parents. Allah Ta'ala writes forgiveness for the ustad, Allah Ta'ala writes forgiveness for the parents. Here's a typical example. 17 siparas. (laughs) Who's going to be answerable on the day of Qiyamah? The child when he started his hiv. He was such a loving child. He loved the Qur'an. He read the Quran. He had a melodious voice. He was up. That mother who used to get up at three in the morning, husband is sleeping, she would drive that car in winter. Mm, 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 uh-huh. Whether she's sick or she's not sick, but I want my child to become a happy good Quran.
1: Ustad, listen to this here. Yeah, the youngster says, uh, uh, Would you respect Salim? Saleem? Uh, he used to hit us on our kneecap. And he says, The fire of Jahannam won't touch thee. Inna lillai wal Ustad. Uh-huh.
2: مَنْ كَذَبَ عَلَيْيَ مُتْعَمِّدًا فَقَدْ كَفَرْ
1: The, the
2: mm-hmm. He's quoting a hadith. There is no such hadith to respect Allah. Whoever speaks a false hadith or makes yes. reference to a hadith that does not say he should make his place in the fire of Jahannam. Hmm. It is haram to hit a child on the face or on the body or to cause any injury on the child's body. It's haram you want to punish the child you didn't know his sabak, make him stand. Hmm. Deprive him of some of the privileges, but you have no right whatsoever to abuse the child physically or verbally. Those days are gone when we as parents used to say, well, you know what? You can have the flesh, give us the bone, we'll take the janaza and go. But make my son happy. Yes, time. yes. Time that. And nowhere in the Quran or hadith is written is farah that you must make your child a half-isul Quran. Yes, you should know certain passages of the Quran that will be sufficient for you to read your namaz. Yes, that is for us on you. But knowing the Quran and Hadith is written that you must make your child a half Quran. Crook or crook? No, no, no. You must look at some of the Hebrew boys. When you talk to them, my father is forcing me because my, my cousin is becoming a half I agree with you. I don't want to become a hafiz, but my parents are forcing Why are you forcing your child? Let the love of the Quran come naturally. Take him to an alim. Let the alim convince him the importance of
1: his <laughs> yes. But if your yes. child is
2: not ready and not happy, hmm. because so and so's son is a hafiz, my neighbor's son is a hafiz, my, son's, my brother's son is a hafiz, I'm definitely going to make it. He may not have the capacity or capability. Each child is different, Alana. Mm. That's why many children refuse to become happy of the Quran. They give up midway. Because the starting and the grounding was incorrect. The mm. need it and the way you went about it, instead of the, the child loving the Quran, he hates the Quran.
0: Mm.
2: And who's going to be answerable for that on the day of Qiyamah? We as Asatis are the so Ustaz, uh,
1: uh, uh, quickly before I move to the next question To the young Ustaz, he's, he's, he says he's got no respect for that uh, teacher of his uh, should, he, should he have no respect or should he, I don't know Ustaz, G.
2: No, my advice to him, inshallah, he should speak to the principal Inshallah, they should transfer him to another teacher When there is no respect left, huh. there is no love left Yes in- Inshallah, mm. he won't be marked in any taleem that's going to happen there the child is also going to feel a grudge, and the Ustad also is not going to have any shafkat and muhabbat. The right thing to do is to transfer that child into another Ustad's classroom. And as I said, if I was the principal of that institute, I would remove that Ustad and replace him with a Ustad that's got love and muhabbat for the Quran, he's got psychology in him, he knows what is love and care and how to win the hearts of students. That's the Ustad that should be there.
1: Mm-hmm. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. 0847863132. Uh, Somebody says, Yeah, Malana Salim, Muslims have no honor, honesty in their dealings. And as a Muslim, I am afraid to do business with Muslims, dear Malana Salim. They go behind your back and will go to the extent of finding out who is your supplier to spite you and sabotage you. Ustad. Well, no, no, this
2: is, I'm saying, Everywhere you go in the world, Islam is being disgraced. Not by outsiders. we, our amals and actions, our behavior. We have the best Qur'an, we have the best Nabi, we have the best Deed, we have the best of Akhlaq. But look at us as Muslims, how we behave. Here yeah, is a person, business, Mulala Allah. Umar would never allow a person to open a business in Madinatul Munawwara until and unless the person was familiar with all the rules of halal and haram. Hmm. One. Number two, Ulama i said a businessman, a that businessman who is trustworthy and sincere, Allah will resurrect him with the anbiya. Ma'an nabiyeen wa Siddiqin wa shuhadai wa sadaeen. Ho kama callin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Everybody can't become an alim or a hafizul Quran. Yes. Correct. We need, we need, we need finances. We need improvement. We need empowerment. Subhanallah. Allah Pak has given so many of our brothers such high business acumen. Subhanallah. But they can't do the work of ulama. They have to do business. Gee, mashallah, they have a mindset. They know how to turn money. They know how to conduct business. So subhanallah, if they do it for the pleasure of Allah, they are honest. They are sincere. Mm. Allah is also going to resurrect them with the Ambiya and Sulaha and Shuhada. Murana. But you get upset, Murana. why this man is coming and opening a business next to my business?
1: Mm. And it's
2: happening, that.
1: It's happening. Mm.
2: You see in India, go there in Dubai, I think they got the golden the golden lane or something. There are thousands of jewelry shops there. You, likewise, you go into so many malls, that customer will come to your shop. Or leave the malls, leave, go in the small towns, small mm. business area. How is it that customer is coming from that village but is coming to your shop? There's so many other shops on the way before he comes to your shop. Dana, mm. Dana, On every grain, your name is written. Allah will give you your rose. You will place your trust in Allah. You be sincere and you be honest. Inshallahulazee, Allah will send people flourishing to your business, rushing to your business. And you know in Dioban there was a person, who was a khadid, he used to give the ulama, great, great muhaddisin of Dioban at that time. I can't remember all the senior ulama at that time. But they used to wait for his dawah. You know what that man used to do? He was an old man, he used to go to the jungle. He used to cut wood sure. and come and sell it in the bazaar and he would save the money and at the end of the year he would prepare meals with the money that he served, he saved and he worked and sweated for himself
0: <clears throat> I love it.
2: and invite the entire Darul Hadith Asatiza of the Madrasa, and they used to wait pious ulama used to wait for this dawat because they knew that this man was a wali of Allah. Hmm. He's earning away 100% halal. When they ate that food, they felt spiritually uplifted. They felt the ruhaniyat. So, we have so much of money, but there's no barakah, there's no happiness, there's no joy. What is wrong somewhere? Our niyat. It was a great, I was listening to one clip and I quickly say it to you. You see, Ola. Sometimes we think we got money. There's no one greater than us. No one smarter than us. Mm-hmm. Because he was a king, he built a masjid,
0: mm-hmm.
2: in Medina. See, and one day he built it and he made a beautiful masjid. And he had his name written. We all like to put our names. Mm-hmm. See, if we give one 500 rand to the madrasa, they want to know why. Why you didn't put my name? Yes, haq Mm. true or not, Molana? True, Ustaz. Hmm. Do a good deed and put it in the ocean. You throw one 50 cents in the ocean, you'll never find it. Thak. So do a good deed like this and throw it into the ocean and leave it for your calculation on the day of Yamat in front of Allah. So this king made this beautiful masjid and he had his name engraved on it. So one day he sees a dream that on the masjid is written one lady's name. So he told his people, the army, go and see on the masjid is my name written there or is the lady's name? Mm-hmm. So they all went there and said, no, it's your name written on the masjid. Mm-hmm. The second night, he sees a dream again that there's a name of a lady that's written on the masjid. His name is not written there. He sends the army again, go and check. You all didn't check properly. Mm-hmm. Come back and say, Hazrat, your name is written on the masjid. The third night, the the lady. So. He was very inquisitive to find out who is this lady.
1: Indeed, hmm.
2: and somehow the other, he made inquiries, and he found that there is an old lady that is living. He went looking for her. You see, when you do something for the pleasure of Allah, Allah will raise you. man tawadaa rafa. Allah will make you. Hmm. Allah will raise you. Allah will give you the respect that you. He found this old woman. So the king asked her, can you tell me, what was your input in this masjid? Because every night I'm seeing your name instead of my name on the masjid here. Sure. What was your input? You're a poor woman. You're living in this jopri. You're living in this hut. What did you give here? Listen to the answer. Choose that. It's not all of us. Allah Don't consider a small deed to be small. Mm. Because that little deed that you do Will be your ticket into Jannah You know what the old lady said Gee. Okay When your builders Used to come past my house With donkeys to fetch The, the bricks and the sand And the stone Those donkeys were thirsty And hungry
0: Allah. I would
2: stop and feed them and give them water to drink. Can you imagine? Sure. That's all I did. Allah Akbar. That's Subhanallah. He your builders, your men, hmm. but I used to feed the donkeys with water and food because they were carrying this heavy stuff. Then he said, Wallahi, and this is why Allah Park has written her name on the masjid when he sees. Mm-hmm. This is how Allah raises you. See? Neki kar kar darya dalo karna You know, to do a good deed, Malana, is very easy. But to protect that good deed from boastfulness.
1: Mm-hmm. Subhanallah.
2: That is why I always say to people, Malana, do a good deed in this dunya leave a legacy behind do something that even your wife your closest family member doesn't know that you have done it for the pleasure of allah and you see it every day when janazas are going from our home people coming and crying to the wife and saying that your husband used to pay my rent your husband used to bring food for my children your husband paid paid my school fees for my children your husband did A, B, C, D. Mm. Do such a good deed, respected brothers and sisters in Islam, that on the day of Qiyamah, you can say, Allah, I have nothing else to offer. Mm. I only did this one deed for you.
1: Subhanallah.
2: Mm. Nobody knows about you. Not my wife, but my children. Nobody. I did this solely for you. Wallah, if it meant that it was for you, Rabbul Alameen, forgive me. And Wallahi, Allah will forgive you. So leave a legacy behind.
1: Indeed, Ustad. <laughs> That's for us. Mm, so Allah, Allah,
2: give us. Ameen. Allah will forgive us. We love each other. We forgive each other. We we, we hide the faults of each other. And if we break, still man qatar, and, break, mm. and end with this with Rasulullah sallallahu Rasulullah wasallam said, men ties with people who break ties with you. Mm. As much as they hurt you, the day of Qiyamah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Quran it's a beautiful word here. Hmm. something that goes against your grain. Something that hurts you. Hmm. If you make bardash, you control yourself, you accept it. If you make barzash, you control yourself, you accept your nature, Something that goes against your nature. And you make sabr. It's called sabr. You tolerate it. Mm. Something that goes against your nature, you tolerate it, that is called sabr. لكن like خلاف Something that is against the principle of Islam. If you are just going to accept it, to فرمائه <laughs> أكبر <laughs> Absolutely weak and disgraced. <laughs> so you never compromise the La <laughs> taat alimakhlukin fimasiyatil qali, the disobedience of Allah. You never listen to any makhluq of Allah. <laughs> Allahumma Subhanallah. Ustadh, jee jee Ustadh. Har nabi ne Allah ko cha. Har nabi ne Allah ko cha. Every of Allah loved Allah. <laughs> Allah ta'ala ni Muhammadur Rasulullah kucha. Hmm. And Allah ta'ala loved and loves Rahmatulli alameen Muhammadur Rasulullah. And tonight is the night of Gurud. So, Harwaf Gurud e Pag Bejo Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi sallam par. every moment, every second send durood and salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu
1: Allah
2: alayhi, wa alayhi, wa alayhi wa sallam. Why? The Aqa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ne harwat Ummat Kuchaha because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam every moment of his life loved this Ummat. Allahumma ghir Ummati. Allahumma ghir Ummati. On the day of Qiyamah, Ya Allahumma ummati Ummat. Allah hmm. <laughs> 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 Every Nabi of Allah <laughs> loved Allah. Allah loved Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. At all costs, at all moments in time, besides Duru Sharif on Rasulullah why? Every moment, Rasulullah used to get up at the Hajj.
1: Mm,
2: mm, mm, mm. Rasulullah's ankles used to
1: swell.
2: Rasulullah would sob and cry to this degree. Like how when you take water and you boil it in the pot. The mm. sound, the bubbling sound. That, you was heard, that. Mm. that was the sound that was coming out from Rasulullah's chest. That's how Rasulullah was sobbing and crying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for whom? For you and me. Yeah. See? So one day, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Adil Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, Ya Rasulullah, why are you making such great qurbani and sacrifice? When Allah Ba'ath, has already said to you in the Quran, Li لَكَ Oh my Habib, we have forgiven all the past and future. What's the need for you to make so much of mujahada? What was Rasulullah's word? أَفَلَا no عَبْدًا شَكُورًا Should I not be grateful to my Allah? I'm grateful to my Allah. So those are these. أَجْهِ كِسَادْ أَجْهِرَهُمْ Let's end it here. You're talking about relationship, one right? yeah. another. This is Allah. أَجْهِ كِسَادْ أَجْهِرَهُمْ those who are good to you, live with them on a good foot. <laughs> those who are evil and bad, you don't stoop to their level. You can take water and wash the blood. the blood you cannot take blood with blood.
1: Allahu Akbar. SubhanAllah. 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 Ustaz, we have to
2: leave. Those who are good to you, respectful to you, they love you, do the same. But don't stoop to the level of those who are evil. You care. You With water, You can wash away the blood. Lakin nahi saaf Subhanallah,
1: subhanallah. Ameen, I Ameen, 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 inshallah. Uh, uh, we do have about seven questions. So inshallah on Saturday morning, Ustad, we will be asking you inshallah on our program, As-Safinatu ila al-Jannah. So we leave you there inshallah. Ustad. Uh, we're asking you to make special dua for all the listeners inshallah, Fi Amani ila,
2: alaikum wa
1: Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuhu. Five minutes after ten, South African time. It's a beautiful night, and of course, a beautiful advice, a beautiful words of advice from our beloved, honourable Fazila Tulustad Hazrat Maulana Salim Kareem Dhammat Barakat. whom sometimes we need to ask ourselves, you know, how much do we respect people around us? That's a question you need to ask yourselves, my beloved, beautiful listeners. How much do we respect each other? How much do we respect our beloved parents? our beloved spouses. Ask yourself this question. How much do we respect our children, my beloved beautiful listeners? But nevertheless, inshallah we will be posing those questions on Saturday morning on our program, As-Safinatul Safina Ilal Jannah. From myself and uh, my beloved uh, uh, engineer, brother Lecol and all of you out there, have a beautiful night. See you guys tomorrow morning. Same time, same place on our program, As-Safinatul Safina Ilal Jannah. Allahumma ahdina wa bina wa ahdinasajamiya. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.